Let's get it. Boom, boom, boom. So this tweet go out. Retweet this joint. We are on to week two. Week two, baby. Thursday, September. Already. 15th. September 15th, halfway through the month. Already. Got some more Thursday night football tonight. Thursday night football. This is the real, this is the first uh new, you know, the Amazon Thursday night football, Kirk Herb Street, Al Michaels. Um, the whole production that Amazon got on. The first one we had with uh the Bills Rams. That was a Sunday night football production. But I'm excited about this one, man. Got a great matchup to kick off. Two young guns with Mahomes kind of seemed like a a vet in the game at this point with all he's accomplished in his young career, but still two young guns, FC West, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. We obviously going to talk about that. What else we got today, AB? Man, you know, um, definitely got to talk about that Monday night meltdown at the end of the game. Um, <laughs> Denver Broncos. You ain't like the you ain't like the, the 64 yard attempt. I definitely didn't. Um, but we also on the flip side. Uh, we got to talk about how Geno Smith, man, how he stepped up and how he um, took advantage of his opportunity, man. Hope hope that continued to play is true, play true, man. Um, obviously, injury updates. T.J. Watt, six weeks with a torn pack. We're going to talk about yep. that. Um, Dak out, um, has surgery on, on on his thumb. So we got some, got some stuff to talk about, man. Yeah, man. I don't know if you saw it yet, but it came out within the last hour. You no, know, you're a tennis guy. Roger Federer announced his retirement from tennis. Um, so that, that's obviously huge. You know, he's been a, one of the pillars in the game on the men's side. Um, obviously, Serena said she was hanging it up. And I, I think I think Serena's going to be back, though. I feel like yeah. she, was just, she was playing too good. She was playing too good. Like, uh, that dog, you know, that competitor going to come back. I think she will see probably next year. I doubt he would take a full year. What you think? I heard something yesterday, and she was um I don't know what she, who was interviewing her or where she was at, um but she said, "Hey, um who knows? You know, Tom Brady came back, you know, so she's kind of mm -hmm. she keeping that window open. Um, I think it definitely would be something, you know, give her some time to to relax and spend some time with the family, um, and see how her body feels. So, uh, we'll yeah, see." Man. Whatever makes her happy. Selfishly, I would love to see her still out there playing. I know she got a family, you know, husband, kid at home. Um, I'm sure she sacrificed a ton. She's been doing this forever since her teenage years. So whatever the GOAT wants to do, I'd be happy with it. I'm with it. But um, what else? We got obviously going to preview some of the week two matchups this weekend. Don't forget to check out our pick show that we put out on Saturday, mm -hmm. um, Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon. I mean, A.B., literally 20, 25 minutes, we talk through every matchup of the weekend, obviously make our selections, um, but more importantly, talk about why we're making these um, selections. Week one was, you know, kind of crazy. So, uh, Mediocre. Was hitting on the props. Mid. It was some mid. But, you know, it was, it was some mid. It was Reggie, some but uh, it's a long season. A lot, lot of ball left, as I like to say. Um, but, yeah, man, and uh, obviously getting y'all questions, interactions, comments as well so uh first thursday's first thursday show of the season nah, nah. second it's our second obviously yeah. last year oh last yeah because we talked yeah we talked Rams, but yeah that's week. true 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 
Yes, sir. It'll be a good one. Be a good one. See y'all on the other side. Absolutely. Let's get it. Yo, yo, my connection straight. I saw a little Wi Fi joint pop up. Nah, you good nah. money. You good money. All right, we solid. We solid. We good money. We good money, man. So let, let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into it. Let's start let's off it. with our, let's start off with the Monday night game. Broncos at Seattle or Denver at Seattle. Um, Seahawks led by Geno Smith, man. Um, was able to <clears throat> pull the game out, man, and finish on top. Geno Smith, 23 for 28, 195 yards, two tugs, man. It was a point at the game where I think he was – he probably had one incompletion. Um, Halftime, 17 yeah, for 18. He played He played extremely well. Um, on the flip side, you know, Denver Broncos led by Russell Wilson. He went 29 for 42, 340 yards and one tug. Um, Russell didn't really look that great to me, you know. Um it was right there with you. It, it was, I don't know, you know, again, it's week one, you know, uh, don't want to overreact, but he did look like um, the Russell that we've grown accustomed to see. And um, I think every, what well, everybody's been talking about, and obviously we wasn't able to talk about it after the game, but mm-hmm. held down at the end of the game. Um, you got a minute, some change left. You got three timeouts. <laughs> Well, they got the ball with four, like four minutes and three timeouts. Oh, yeah, hella time. Yeah, but I'm just doing that last. You saying that last? Uh, yeah, yeah. That last, you know, that last part of the game where you know you try to go down the field and 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 win the game. Mm-hmm. What you, what was your take on the coach's decision and the way the whole operation was? And then for me, even you no, know, even for me, I think somebody, I think it was Richard Sherman who was like, you know. Um, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson doesn't have that ability to do certain stuff on the on the field, and I disagree. I'm like, if you you year eleven, he should, you should. And even if I don't, if I see stuff that's going wrong, guess what? I'm a I'm gonna call timeout. I'm gonna do whatever. And then now, me and coach, we can have this discussion come Tuesday or Monday yeah. on the plane. Facts. What, what did you think about that whole operation? I mean, I hate it. I don't know if you watched the Manny cast or not. I went back and forth a little bit. But um, at that point, I was watching the Manny cast, and they had three who I think would be Hall of Famers. Peyton and Shannon already Hall of Famers, but Eli on there as well. Yeah. And they all kind of was thinking the same thing. But Peyton was literally, I think they counted 62 times. Where he was yeah. like, time out, time out, time out, time out, call it time out. And obviously, most of us at home was probably thinking the same thing. Um, Yeah, fourth and five, like, we just you just paid just acquired the quarterback you know gave up whatever you gave up to get russ um you just gave him a a hell of an extension which you know he's earned thus far in his career and then you got fourth and five to to make a play sunday night football uh monday night football i'm sorry opening the season up this is his like this is this is we live or die with this guy like this is this the game right here you that's a no uh brainer i know brandon mcmanus 
has a big leg, uh, you know, former teammates. He was an indie. Yeah. Um, but you know, so you know he's capable of making that kick, and that was the I guess the the point. And if you get there and it's fourth and eleven, go ahead and kick it. You know, it, it's you know something that's just kind of it's a really really long shot that you get it but five yards you got three timeouts you can come to the sideline you can come up with your best play mind you this is week one so nobody has seen this broncos offense you know all, all right. we've seen was those four quarters up to that point so we can come with our best play in our bag you're an offensive play caller like that's where you do it i feel like that coach i feel like he panicked and then uh he after the game he said you know he made that decision and why and then uh, the day after he comes out and say, you know what, we should have went for it. Like I hate that part of it. I hated operation. Um, and, and to your point about the Richard Sherman comment on Russ, um, you know that is the head coach is the offensive guy. He's a play call. He's probably the same guy that's in Russ's helmet at that point. So maybe they get to, I think it was a third and long, and they get to the fourth and five, and maybe at that point he's like, hey, drain it down. We're gonna go and kick the field goal. So maybe Russ got that immediately, and it wasn't like. It was a pause where Russ calls the timeout and just goes through it. But I, I'm with you. Russ didn't look good. The numbers look good. And obviously, we remember the two um, goal line fumbles. So they yeah. should have had two more touchdowns on the board, in my opinion. But he just looked like he looked like almost like a like a young quarterback that wasn't really ready for that type of environment in that moment, which is weird because he's played in that stadium his entire career, obviously, as a home quarterback. But you that know could, what they bring. That could be huh? it, too, though. That could be it, too, though. Like, you know, but 11 year vet, this guy got a Super Bowl, one of the most yeah. winningest quarterbacks in NFL history when it comes yeah, to winning percentage. Well, like he looked rattled at times. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was shocking to me. It, it was shocking to me, too. But to I don't think we can downplay like how. Like, like the emotions, emotions. Yeah. And then, you know, you run out, you getting booed. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he, he might have thought that he was going to get a welcoming you know, reception. So to your point and to what I said earlier, he did not look like himself, but it, it surprisingly, it, it could have been um, emotions. But another thing, like a lot of pre, a lot of, a lot of penalties, pre-snap, false stars, late yeah. clock running. Like that's like, then the two minute operation, we seen Russ on the mini cast. So we've seen him and we know how prepared and how smart he is as a quarterback. So, I get the emotions and all that stuff, but um, and it is week one, you know, definitely not gonna overreact. But these are some of the things, this is part of the reason why I'm like, you know, yeah, they put some good pieces there, talented team, but I don't have Denver competing to win this division, not this year. First year head coach, um, you know, obviously a veteran quarterback, but the top three guys, Judy, Sutton, and Hamler, they had two touchdowns all together last year, you know, injured a lot and stuff like that, a lot of moving parts, but. That was very disappointing if I'm a Broncos fan to start that season off like that. But um, like you said, it could have been emotions, could have been being in that stadium, could have been a lot of things. But um, you know, no excuses, no explanations. You know how at we all, were up. at all. One last, <laughs> one last thing, one last thing. I know we uh talk about Mike McCarthy last year, and just you know, in game situations and just controlling the game. Um, obviously, week one, uh, like you said, first year head coach. Is this something that you're going to keep your eye on um, throughout the duration of the year with the Broncos, with the first-year head coach, on how these in-game situations play out? Just because, like you said, like this – I don't care who you were. Like, you could be anybody who just kind of starting to get into football. Like, at, you got three timeouts now. 
<laughs> like you know, like hey, let's let's burn at least one of these so we can get to the side yeah. and kind of talk about what we want to do. Is this something that you know you kind of keep an eye on, or you like okay, well, it could be first game jitters for the coach, but what, what you think? Nah, nah, you definitely you definitely um got to keep an eye on it, you know. And it's it's something too being a first year head coach, like literally that's his first time in that situation where he gotta make that call, you know what I mean? It ain't him on the headset listening to somebody else, it's not him with uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers making that call. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers, you know, probably Mahomes, um, obviously Brady, like these guys, like they call like you said, they call him that shit and they bring right. it to the sideline. So they yeah. you got a coach on the field at that quarterback position. I would put Russ in that category. So he's got to step up his leadership as well, being that he has a rookie head coach. Cause we know in that in that league, this is a like these are pros. These are pro players, these are pro coaches, and this yeah. is like we we doing this thing together. It's not like a you know dictatorship or like college football or something. So uh I think Russ gotta take more charge too, um, especially with that team, with that organization. Um, obviously they made a huge investment in him. Like I said, he earned that money. So rightfully so they invested in him. But it's something you definitely keep an eye on, just like with the Chargers last year. Um, Brandon Staley, you know, it was a lot of especially from you, a lot of questionable decisions. Like, hey man, like I get it, you've been aggressive, but at some time, hey. So that was his thing. But he what I respected from him is he'll make those super aggressive decisions and then stand in front of the podium after the game and say, hey, to message to the media, to his locker room, this is who we are. This is who we're going to be. This is our identity, blah, blah, blah. And then in week one, I'm not sure. I know you watch the Chargers Raiders games, but there was times where he punted. He kicked the field goal. He did so. You learn. You 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 evolve and grow. Uh, so hopefully we'll see that with Hackett too. He listened to the man to man part. Like man, <laughs> play football. Like you know, I play football. But but now nah, definitely something that we keep uh, keep an eye on. Um, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can you know week one or week two we see a transition or also improvement um, from the different Broncos. But um, another, this is huge right here. Steelers linebacker T.J. Watt. Confirms that you know he'll be back this season. You know, um, tearing his pack. You know, the first game against the um, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when when I'm watching the game and I see what he grabbed, I'm like, look, I've done that twice. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I already know what Oof. that's for. I already know what that is. Um, no surgery, which is good. Um, he said six weeks. Um, that's kind of surprising. To me, um, not knowing, you know, but obviously not knowing what type of what type of tear that he has, but what type of impact not having T.J. Watt out there for the next six games. Um, what you think is going to have for the Steelers and that defense? I mean, that's a big impact, big impact. But you saw that week one, they came out and, and had an amazing performance and still barely won that game. Yeah. Uh, so offensively, I think it's a lot of work to be done. But, um, you know, you don't just replace a TJ Watt. Now, High Smith on the other side had three sacks as well. So he bought Minka Fitzpatrick, who they gave a ton of money once again, earned. He played his he played lights out literally to the end. He blocked the extra point to send it to OT. Um, and just on, on I, I broke down some of the tape on Pat's show yesterday, and I'm gonna do it on, on the matchup this weekend. But they were on the stream, they were on, on the same page defensively as far as second level, third level, first level, everybody been on the same page coverage-wise. Um, so I think they'll still be good. It is Pittsburgh, it's Blitzburg, it's Mike Tomlin, it's Brian Flores, it's all these guys that have played and coached a ton of football. So I think they'll yeah. be all right, especially in that defensive end. Concerned about the offensive end. Uh Harris, 
banged up his foot. Mitch Trubisky, what is he going to do? Maybe they go to your guy, Kenny Pickett, at some point. Um, but, yeah, I think I think defensively they'll be fine um, going for. Obviously, it won't be the same level. You yeah. know, that's the defensive yeah. player of the year, so it's not going to be the same level. It will be some drop-off, but I think they'll be fine. Miles Jack looked good. Bush looked good. Sutton, um, Fitzpatrick, like, they look good. So I think that'll be all right defensively. What you think? No, nah, I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you. You know, you can't replace the T.J. Watt. Um, mm-hmm. you got some playmakers um, on that defense. Like you said, Mika Fitzpatrick, you know, um, you got Cam Haywood up there on the front. So uh, you can't replace him, but, you know, guys got to come in, got to fill in. And as a team, as a collective on that side of the ball, I think they do um, a hell of a job just with, you know, just the whole scheme, you know, and you, you yeah. kind of set it with the first, second, third level, everybody playing off one another, um, complement one, uh, one another as well. So I think they'll be good. Um, you know, Najee Harris, see what, you know, what happens, what type of effect uh, he will have um, on that offense, not being out there or being out there. And like you said, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, what does mm-hmm. week one or week two look like for him? So I think they'll be, they'll be all right, but definitely want to get T.J. Watt back sooner than later. That's six weeks. I'm right there with you. I'm, su- I'm surprised. I'm surprised as well. I don't know who the hell he he consulted. Or, um, hey. I hope, I, hope, I hope he back out there, though. Cause shoot, my I tore my right one in November. I wasn't ready till February. Um, had surgery on that one. Um, and then you know I tore my left one uh, in December, Oof. no surgery, and I was ready. I was probably ready f- February. So. Is there like a, a a pec specialist out there? I know we got the foot and ankle, we got the hip, we got a, you know the, the ACL specialist. We got different doctors that specialize in different types of surgery. Is it a pec, a pec guy or a gal out there? Don't don't give me don't give me the line, D. But you know, <laughs> I went to my the, the doctors got my second opinion. Team doctor, the team okay. doctors then got my second opinion. They both said the same thing on both injuries. So you know, I was I was okay with that, but you know. Yeah. Six weeks, man. We, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, and that's what uh, TJ did too. He obviously got the team team's opinion, then went and got a second and third opinion, I believe, which the team has to pay for. Um, and that was something that I learned early in my career, but a lot of people weren't aware of that or didn't want to make their team feel some type of way, which sometimes they do. But um, players, any young players that are listening to this, when you do get injured, you go get, you know, you go see your team doctors. They're going to say something to you. They're going to say something to the coach or the staff. Go out and get your independent assessment, your second opinion. Bring that, match it up. And if you still got questions, go and get a third one. But make sure, um, you know, you get all the expert opinions that you can and then make the right decision uh, for you. Because the team is going to make the right decision for them. You know, that's just the nature of the bees, nature of the business. So um, take that for what what it's worth. No question, no question. Question from G.I. Joe 317. Is it a pain thing, a strength thing, or a flexibility thing? Um, definitely a strength thing. Like, you know, it's just the certain things you can't do um with that torn pack. You know, shit. I couldn't you can't do a push-up, you know what I'm saying? So um <sighs> doing that, man. So it's definitely a pain thing and a strength thing. So but you'll bounce back and he'll bounce yeah. back. Before. I remember Reggie playing the season with a, a torn tricep. Yeah. And like you don't realize, like even when something as simple as like stopping the ball to catch it, like like that just having that mechanism, you know what I mean? Like that's 
that was tough for him to do. Damn near impossible. He's out there playing that big arm brace, but seeing y'all play through some, some we can see, yeah. So uh, that's tough. But uh, another injury update: quarterback out there in Dallas. Um, it was first reported that it was going to be a six to eight week injury with the thumb. Then it came out that it was maybe four to six. And then Jerry Jones came out and said, shit, he could probably, we, we want to leave it open for him to even return before that. Now we know how important the thumb is to any player, but especially a quarterback. Um, surprise, are you surprised by Dak not at least going on IR? And, you know, when you go on IR, you got to miss those four games. Um, so you surprised by that? And how do you think Cooper Rush will do in his absence? Uh, I'm I'm very surprised that you know they didn't throw more hours. If you're already saying that he's gonna miss those four games, like why not go through that go with go through with that process? Um, and then again, with you know with Jerry Jones, I feel like sometimes it's kind of best to keep the the imagination going. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, don't, hey, don't Jerry. He's he's an entertainer. He is, but I just feel like you know don't because now you got the fans, and then you know when those four weeks are up everybody's going to be looking for Dak. Like, what's wrong with Dak? What's up with Dak? When is Dak coming back? So just kind of leave that open. But, um, you know, I think it's – because Dak didn't look good week one. Um, he did not look, look good bad. week one. Um, bad. That, that offense, offense didn't look yeah. good. Um, so it might get ugly for these Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> It, it it couldn't, and we see what's going on out there. Well, shit, they the only team in the NFC East that yeah. lost, yeah, this week. Now, obviously, it's only week one, but every year coming into the season, you know, you know, you always talk, hey, this division, you know, Cowboy. A lot of people, Cowboys, gonna win it. It'll be a whatever division. Then later on, as the season got closer, a lot of people jumped on the Philly, um, you know, train. I did. Which we both picked them to win the yeah, division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I picked them a while ago. You jumped on the train, so you in the, you know, you're in the back somewhere. But you on there. You on there before, before the season took there. off. <laughs> Washington. Now the Commanders. Carson. You know, he had some some untimely turnovers, but he also bounced back and made some big big throws late in that game. Got a win in Week One against the Jags. Um, Saquon and the Bills and Dayball. He looked good. He looked healthy. So. NFC East may be uh, more competitive than we thought coming into the season, but um, yeah, like you said, Jerry got to keep it going with that, with that, uh, with that Dallas squad. But it looked ugly with Dak in there. A lot of people had a lot of questions about this team coming into the season, uh, depth wise, talent wise on the offensive side. Defense looked good, you know, outside of the, the run defense. You know, got pushed around that Tampa um, O line, but I think their defense looked good. Michael Parsons looked great. Um, hey, gotta keep him on the we'll head. See. We got we got keep him on the edge some more. You, I heard you said you said that, like you got to create them, create them, Bruh. them, them <laughs> matchups, man. Like you put him on the edge, them offensive tackles don't want to see that. No, you seen Rob do that the cats, you know, for forever. But you know he got he he just got it. You know what I mean? You see some, you just see guys who got it at whatever position, whether it's quarterback, receiver, running back, pass rusher. We saw him. I saw him. I said, this dude got something. And in this game, it's about protecting and affecting that quarterback. First and foremost, like you you go find somebody, draft somebody, run sideline to sideline, make some checks, do this, do that. It ain't, you know, easy, but you're much more likely to find that 
then you are a, a, a matchup headache every time off the edge. And it was a big, two big back-to-back third downs in that uh, Sunday night football game where um, Parsons got Tom on the ground and saved the touchdown. So, um, yeah, I, don't overcomplicate it. Put 11 on the edge, have 90 on the other one, and figure the rest out. And raise hell. Speaking, <laughs> Facts. speaking of uh, Michael Parsons, man, uh, he was a no-show for his uh, – Unprecedented. Uh, Unprecedented. With Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. You know, uh, we were talking about this before we uh, we went live. And uh, yeah. I just it out like, look, man, my quarterback got hurt. You know, we're the only team in the division without a win, man. It's crazy up here right now. Uh, fuck what I'm, Skip I'm a, did I screenshot it? Fuck what Skip and Shannon talk about, man. I catch you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your. Uh, What's your uh, your thoughts, man? Like you know, but but you go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying, you know, as a player, like after a loss, like you know, the the media availability that you have to have, that's one thing. Locker room and and in your locker room and all that stuff, that's one thing. I'm sure he he's probably does press conferences in Dallas or whatever. So you got to do those things. But after a loss, man, you ain't really trying. A lot of players, at least, you ain't trying to do none of that media shit. Um, even a Rod, he went on. Uh, Pat show on Tuesday, and it's like you know, after losses, after wins, his third year on it, you have a conversation. Quarterback play forever, we'll be all right, gonna bounce back, whatever. But Micah, you know, young, uh, his actual comment, uh, Michael Parsons on not joining Undisputed yesterday. Quote, as my starting quarterback went down and we lost, I just didn't think it was appropriate for me to be on the show at that point. At this time, I need to step up and be a leader, shouldn't be on TV, it shouldn't be on TV, it should be. In this locker room, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that decision, but just ghosting them, you it's know, the I, it. it's, it's the way. You yeah, it's, it's you know, what I'm saying it's the way to go about it. You go ahead and elaborate on that, because I'm sure we feel the same about it. Nah, it's just the way you go about it because at the end of the yeah. day, that's at the end of the day, that's your name. You know what I mean? And while you in this um this 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 field of work, you know, you just don't want your your um you know your reliability and and stuff. Uh, to be in question, you know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's gonna be it's gonna be some things that come up. And when you you just gotta be a man of your word at the end of the day. And if and if you can't make it, you know, you reach out to them and say, Hey, look, I don't I don't yeah. think, you know appropriate or right for me to come onto the show and let them let them know ahead of time, but just go to them, that's just bad business. And to your point, you know, young, you know, still got yeah. a, a, a lot to learn just in the business of of of, of the game, but you know he'll learn from it. You know I'm pretty sure um, Skip and Shannon. You know they'll they'll be you know it'll be cool with it at, at some point. Yeah. And uh, they'll come back yeah. around. But uh, definitely a learning experience for 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 the young guy. Facts. And, and like you said, it, it, you be a man of your word. You say you're gonna do something, either do it or you know reach out and say, hey, I'm not gonna be able to do it. Whether that's directly from you to whoever you talk to or through your people, your PR people, your whoever. Hey, let them know I ain't gonna be able to make it. You know. Explain yourself, don't explain, but at least let yourself know so they don't go on air and then they got to, hey, he didn't show up. Uh, hopefully we'll get him for the next year. Just not a good look. Um, we are professionals, uh, professional athletes, obviously. And, um, you know, so I, I don't mind him not being down to go on the show. But just like you said, just, it's, a, it's a certain way to go about it. But, um, but yeah, man, that's going to be interesting. Maybe you reach out to him and say, hey, look, if we win, I come on. If we, if we don't, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, we ain't got because you know, one thing Belichick used to say is 
we used to talk to the media, hey, don't say much. And if we lose, like, we, after loss, say even less, basically, mm -hmm. in so many words. Like, you know, um, so, you know, it is what it is. Like you say, I'm sure he'll learn from it, young guy. No, nah, no doubt. At this no point in the game, man. you know, it's it's football. It's still just all football at this point. We're figuring all the other shit out. It's, it's ball. So, um, we'll see. Ooh. AB said the Cowboys are dead, though. Hey, it might, it might get ugly. But uh, Cooper, he might come in and he might surprise. He might surprise us all. Oh, we gonna see. So after, I just want to keep up after week one. AB got the Patriots dead. Yeah, long season. Long season. Cowboys dead. And I ain't say they were dead. Season. I said it might get ugly. Oh, it might get ugly. Okay. It might get ugly. But them them Patriots, yo your Patriots, huh? No, nah, they ain't about, I mean, I rock with them, but they ain't my Patriots. But uh, standing up in the NFC East, and we talked about this last year on the show when Jalen Hurts almost got taken out. Where's my man at? <laughs> Where's my man with the helmet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he not on this one, but uh, oh, four fans, uh, according to a tweet from Front Office Sports, four fans are suing the Washington Commanders after a FedEx field railing collapse last season. Each is seeking over $75,000. That's it. Number up a little bit. Yeah, that's it. But, uh, but yeah, we saw this. They should have expected this. They should get paid because that is super, super dangerous. Um, that situation they're in. But I'm, I'm, mad. I'm most disappointed about us not having cousin that helmet in this story. Bruh, that, that was hilarious, bro. I, I thought that shit was photoshopped at first. I ain't no way, yo. Like, but. <laughs> That 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 was the last man, but seventy five thousand. Obviously, they didn't <clears throat> clarify the exact number. Um, mm -hmm. But go ahead, uh, and for go more ahead, than that. Go ahead and write the checks and go ahead and get it over with. Facts, big facts, man. What else we got? Well, let's preview the nice game, man. Um, the Chargers at the Chiefs got your guy. Justin mm -hmm. Herbert going to Kansas City, led by Patrick Mahomes. I got a big loss tonight. Keenan Allen is ruled out, so that's gonna be that's gonna be huge. Um, I don't know why I'm something. asking. I'm not, I don't know why I'm asking this question, but who do you have in tonight's matchup? Man, hold on. Let me check this engine on the turf. Yeah, so um, Trent McDuffie, young corner for the uh, Chiefs' first round pick this year, had a good game, got hurt in Arizona, so he'll be out. Uh, Mahomes, that offense, Chiefs looked unbelievable. Uh, I think the Chargers looked good too. Chiefs looked unbelievable. They looked really, really good. Uh, when if I got Josh Williams get some some big time reps? That that's what I'm thinking. Josh Williams should he, he should he should get some reps. Obviously they lost. Who was their top corner last year? Ward Ward left. I believe he went to San Fran. So um, our young guy Josh Williams. Uh, who we have an interview with coming up? We'll put out at some point, probably after the night. You ball tonight, Josh. We throw it up. We throw that show up after the night. Josh, get in that joke and ball out, baby. We we had that joke ready for y'all tomorrow. Yeah, man. But I, I'm I, I take charges with the points here. I take the charges with the points with the plus four and a half. Uh, I feel like these teams uh, always play each other tough. Uh, it's a short week. Uh, they somewhat know each other, and Travis Kelsey. 
basically wide receiver one for the Chiefs. Everybody else kind of going to get theirs when they get it. Travis Kelsey always going to get his. He'll have his toughest matchup that he has in the league tonight with Derwin James. So yes, yes. I'm taking my charges, of course, plus four and a half. Not enough juice on that money line for him. If it was a little, if it was plus 200 on the money line, I might take a money line straight up. But I'll take that minus 112 against the spread, plus four and a half points against the Chiefs, at the Chiefs, too, at Arrowhead. What about you? Man, this shit gonna get, I ain't gonna say it's gonna get ugly, but now I got <laughs> in the Chiefs, man. That offense, man, it's clicking on all cylinders, man. They didn't miss a beat. Um, Chargers, you know, defense, you know, it, it got them two bookends. It's gonna be um, rushing after Mahomes, but I got Chiefs money line. I got them against the spread. I got them all across the board. Um, Kansas City come out 2 0, Chargers uh, 1 1. But I think okay. it will be it'll be, a, it'll be a good game. But them Chiefs, man, they 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 looking good. They look they look cool. great. Yeah. They, they, good, they, so. they look great. No yeah. doubt about that. And JC Jackson will be a game time decision. Didn't play last year against the Raiders. Um, but he will be a game time decision. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. I'm I mean the the, the Chargers. I'm actually yeah, see, see. I'm actually trending towards like taking the money line because I'm just I'm just I'm just getting some flashbacks of like Lil Mac late in the game. Three sacks, Bosa, Derwin James, Sante got one. Jackson might be back out there, man. I know he's missing Kenan Allen, but we know Herbo throw the ball to any and everybody that's open. Good. Um speaking of good question by Carlos uh Nava, Nava okay. you know. Carlos, uh, I'm gonna go with Nava. But uh, he said, Is Kansas City that good, or did the Cardinals just lay a major egg? What you think? The Cardinals, I think probably both. Both, yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, (laughs) I think Kansas City is that good, but then I think Cardinals they might lay a, a few of them eggs this uh, this year, man. Man, 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 they look bad. They look bad for week one. That's discouraging because the Cardinals usually come out hot and mm-hmm. look good. They look great week one last year. They beat the dog shit out of the Titans. So for this year, for them to come out like this after, you know, paying the quarterback and the talks of, you know, all the things, man, um, they look bad. But, yeah, I, I'm going to go with both this on this one, Carlos. Yeah. Sure, good man. question, though. Great question, great question, man. We let's get some props for y'all this uh for the for tonight. Anytime touchdown, D butt. Um, I'm gonna start right at the top, just like last Thursday night, just like last week. Yep, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey gets in the paint. I like that one. Yeah, so I'm going with Kelsey. Um, they do so much in that red area, man. And um, uh, Chuck actually in the building today. He's gonna go over kind of like you know some of their stuff on Pat show. But they do. I was talking about him yesterday, and he was like, just the amount of things they do with the shuffles and the, the fast motion and how they attack edges. So I don't know who going to get um, in that end zone for the Chiefs. But we know 87 going to get his, like I said. So yeah, and then another, thing, gotta... another thing with those motions, it's like it makes you your defense play be disciplined. And then the eye discipline is very, 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 um, very key on that. And then even with the yep. motions, the fast motions, gaps changing, um at a split second uh it makes it tough on defenses but um i definitely got kelsey as an anytime score 
Um, the, this, the this, next one for me. This is tough. Um, I will probably go Mike Williams. Okay. I will probably go That's Mike Williams with Keenan out. With Keenan out. Um. Uh oh. All right. You good? And maybe and maybe Josh Palmer. I'm gonna go. I like McKinnon. McKinnon. I like him. There's so many people. Edwards, Larry, Isaiah. I like McKinnon though. So I like Kelsey McKinnon for the Chiefs. And then for the um for the Chargers, does Herbert scramble and get in the zone tonight? I like Mike Williams and Josh Palmer for the uh for the Chargers. For the Chargers? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Herbert at plus four eighty. And then um and Gerald Everett. I like Everett. So I'm going Herbert and Everett. Matter of fact, let me let me take this down. I'm gonna leave the eyes up. But Herbert, what is he at? Plus 480. Yeah. So Herbert at plus 480. And Gerald Everett at plus 250. Mm. Yeah, so Gerald Everett at plus 250 and Herbert at plus 480. And your two were, and then we both agree with Kelsey at the top of the minus 145. Agree. And then uh, who else you have for the uh who else you had all together? I had uh for the Chargers, I had Josh Palmer and Mike Williams. Josh Palmer and Mike Williams. Um all right. What are we talking about? I want to do that McKinnon. I'll leave McKinnon on there and take a chance on him. We talking about the quarterback. <laughs> we got Justin Herbert over under 279 and a half. Um, and Patrick Mahomes, we got 295 and a half. It's a lot of yards. A lot of yards. Justin Herbert only one and a half. You know what? I I may stay away from the passing yards on this one. I mean, if I had to, if I had, you know, had to choose them, I say both of them over just who they are. Uh, but uh, that passing touchdown prop, Herbert over one and a half. Give me that. I'll take that. Ah, oh, man, it's 215. Damn, okay. Why would they put it down there then? But, yeah, I'm taking over. I'll take that over. Yeah, I'll take that. It's easy money. But um, the odds ain't too great. Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half passing touchdowns. Um, they the five last week. What are you going to do? I say, yeah, I say over. Because even with them shovel passes and shit, like those are, you know, those passes, like, so yeah, give me the over. Yeah, over on both passes. Uh, passing yard shit. Over on both of those two. He's going to prove me wrong. Come out, have a bad game. It's tough right there. I know it's a lot of yards. A lot of yards. Yeah, a lot of yards. Somebody in said uh, Justin Herbert gonna be playing from behind, so they going on. They going with the over. Zach. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know both. Yeah, both both of these teams like I think they'll try to establish a run game, but uh, I also believe both of them like, like all right, we won't, won't have to run. Like we can throw this ball every time if we want to on, on the short week. You know, just leave put it in your quarterback hands, let them make the right plays. Both of them can make the right plays with their arm, with their legs. Hurt uh, Mahomes to your point that you had coming into the season. 
he looked like he was doing operating a lot more from from the pocket and within the offense and <laughs> whoo that's scary that's tough that's tough that's scary your defenses man man if that if that, if that young man could continue to get better whoo yeah it's, it's rough uh, man so where you at be, with the with the prop with the player prop with the passing yards man i'm gonna go um i'm gonna go justin herbert over over 279 and a half yep i'm gonna go with him over and then i'm gonna go patrick mahomes under patrick mahomes under okay and i was yeah. like i got these right last week too with the over under with stafford and allen and then passing touchdowns i'll go over with herbert um uh -huh. and i'll go over with pat uh patrick mahomes as well so i got justin herbert uh -huh. Yep, yep. I got Justin Herbert on the over with the passing yards. Patrick Mahomes under, and both um, over on the passing touchdowns. That bet. <clears throat> Russian props talked about establishing the run a little bit. Uh, Herbert over under 14 and a half. Mahomes 17 and a half is his number. Clyde Edwards Hilaire 48 and a half is his number. Give me that under right now. Austin Eckler 53 and a half. Jarek McKinnon, 15 and a half. Give me over on Jarek McKinnon. Same. Give me that over on Jarek McKinnon. Oh, uh, you said uh, Clyde. Austin. You said Clyde Edwards Alaire. You said under on the 48 and a half. I'm going to say under, yeah. I'm going to say under. Um, Austin Aguilar. Um, that 53 and a half is tough. Yeah, especially, yeah. I'm. Ah. Mm. Uh, give me, you know what? Fifty-three and a half. Give me under. What about the two QBs, man? That's seventeen and a half and fourteen and a half. Um. Now, I was actually watching Chiefs Chargers from Week Fifteen last year, and when the game got close, Herb—I mean, not Herb—Mahomes. Uh, he had a bit. He escaped a lot. Up to his right, and they had a long run in that two-minute drive. I may, with this pass rush, with those guys coming off the edge, the quarterback is thinking like, especially my home, like up. I got to get out this pocket. I, I yeah, I got to get out this pocket. Maybe he get a little eight here, a little ten here. I'm gonna go over with Mahomes. Yeah, that's 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 over smart. seventeen and a half. That's a small one. I could I could really go over, um, for both of these quarterbacks. I can see Justin Herbert. For 15. I'm going to go under with Herbert. I'm going to go under with Herbert. Under with Herbert, over with Mahomes, which kind of seems a little backwards. But, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm feeling. It'll be a good week. Good, Well, I'd say a good game on Thursday night. We got receiving props. We're uh, also accurate. Um it's the last uh, one, last props we got. Last prop over under 39 and a half. Mike Williams at 69 and a half. Josh Palmer at 45 and a half. I'm going over with Josh Palmer. Um, Travis Kelsey, 80 and a half. McCole Harmon, 35 and a half. Clyde Edwards was a 15 and a half. Jerry McKinnon, 17 and a half. Juju, 57 and a half. Marquez Valdez, Scanlon, 45 and a half. And Gerald Everett at 39 and a half. I'm definitely going Josh Palmer over. Um, who else you what else you like on here? Give me uh Kelsey over 80 and a half. 
Um, we got Kelsey over. I don't know why I keep McKinnon keep popping up to me, man. Hey, go go. Seventeen and a half. You know, it's your screen game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Andy Reid. You know, you always gonna get a couple of those. Um, yeah. yeah. Give me Kelsey over. Give me McKinnon over. And then uh, Ger- Jared Everett. Gerald Everett. Give me over like, thirty nine like and G- a half. G- you liking Gerald Everett today? I like he look he looked good last week. He looked good last week. Uh, I think you might you may have spoke on him a couple of years ago when he was still in um LA, LA him and Higby. Yeah. yeah. Uh but he looked good. He looked well with the Rams, but he looked good. He looked good in that, in that seven, too. And you saw Herbert trust him. He got in the zone, made a tough catch for him. And the other guy's gonna have to step up. You talked about Josh uh Palmer, who we also got our interview coming up with. Um his role, I'm sure would increase Carter. Was Carter on there? He made, a, he, he made a big catch last week, too. Okay, so Carter may be a sneaky. I don't know where he is on the props. He may be down there low. That may be a sneaky one to get in there. He made some big plays for Herbert last week, too. Um, but, yeah, give me Kelsey. And, once again, he's going to get his. Give me Everett the over 39 and a half. And then give me McKinnon over 17 and a half in that one. Okay, okay. Um Again, I'm taking uh, Josh Palmer with the over. I'm gonna give you two, and then I'll go. Yeah, and then I'll go. Um, I like Jared McKinnon um, with the over. I think you know get him involved in the screen game. Um, so that's my one. That's my one with the the Chargers and one with uh with, with KC. That's my receiving props. All right, there you have it. All the props for Thursday night football. Speaking of some good football, AB, what we got? AB, man. Um, what we got? We got Howell versus Morehouse, man. It's the HBCU New York football classic, man. Um, if you in the city, if you in the tri-state area, you in New York, Jersey, or whatever, come out for a good cause. Um, obviously, we're going we're gonna to have a good time, but – um, the money that we raised, man, we're going to donate it back to the Howell football team. Um, so, you know, we're going to party for a cause, man. We got uh, we got wifey DJing. Um, we got DJ Ooh, okay. S, man, and we got um, uh, DJ CEO, man. So, again, if you're in the area, if you're in New York, if you are, you know, if you know somebody that's going to be in the area, they're looking for something to do tomorrow night, man, um, definitely come, 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 come through this 4040 club, man, and have a good time for a great cause. The forty forty club AB forty one and Big Vern presents the HBCU New York Football Classic Howard versus Morehouse. I like Ooh. it. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Curry moving on some non football stuff. We'll probably wrap up with football, but Curry set to sign reportedly a lifetime deal worth mm. nearly one. Billion with a B dollars. <laughs> Woo! So uh big, obviously huge deal, lifetime deal. Um under armor. I mean, love to see it. Uh seems like a great guy, great ambassador for um a lot of things, not only with basketball. Uh, so shout out to Steph, man. Big, big deal for him. Nah, huge deal, man. Um as you as you we continuously see, man, you know, LeBron. Um you know, just 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 athletes, man, just making huge impacts, um, not only on the on the court, 
uh, on the field, but off as well. Um, the things that he does, you know, in the community. Uh, again, we were talking about, you know, before we, we jumped on live, just his a uh, his uh, partnership with Howard University as well, their golf team, and how he um, mm-hmm. supported the golf program at Howard University, man. So, um, and shout out, man. You can't you can't hate on that. You know, doing what he's supposed At to all. do, man, and being a, like you said, being a great ambassador uh, for that for for the NBA, man. So good stuff, man. Hopefully, hopefully, with these with these bees we seeing with him with LeBron, hopefully they can make some moves of you know owning a team soon. Yep, yep, absolutely. That you can definitely use that as, as you know leverage and cap and all these different things to get in uh, with ownership. And I think, you know, and shoot, speaking of ownership in the NBA, yeah. yeah. Um Get Sarver, out. the owner for the Suns, he got suspended for the year, fined ten million dollars, which comes out. I think his uh franchise is one point nine billion dollars right now, according to Forbes. So that ten uh million is like a half of a percent. Um as far as ownership of his team. So Sarver suspended. Uh LeBron spoke out about it, saying it wasn't harsh enough. He basically should be out as an owner. Chris Paul, Phoenix Suns point guard, starting point guard. And obviously, is he still the pre- he's not a president anymore of the No, nah, right? he's a president of the NFL. CJ, I think CJ McCullum is now. Yeah. Yeah. But a long time, uh, obviously uh, one of the great ambassadors for the game as well on and off the court does a lot with hbcus also but he spoke out against uh this light punishment as well any any thoughts on sarver and his suspension i think it's a slap on the wrist you know like you said team is worth um north of a billion you get you know a year fine and 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 really what is that what is that year like where he can't come to the game or whatever the case may be so um and then tim mill but if we're talking about you know, uh, safe in the workplace and things of that nature that, you know, we're preaching and we got a uh, somebody that's owning the team. And then, you know, uh, racial comments and I'm just making the workplace unsafe. Like, come on now. Like, yeah. We got to put our, we got to put, um, put, put, put our, what, what I'm trying to say. We got to put. I don't know. You got to put, it, it's just tough when you, when, you know, obviously you're dealing with these owners because obviously they play by a different set of rules and uh, sure. Sterling got, yeah, Sterling got kicked up there. Um, so, it, you know, it, and I think Silver came out and said, like, you know, certain rights or whatever that owners have that it's hard to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And that's just the reality of it. You know, obviously you don't like it, but it's it's the reality of it. You know, when you own something, um, there are certain things you can get away with that you shouldn't be able to. And this is right. a perfect example of that. Um, and I didn't read through the whole report to see everything, but I, I saw some of the things, you know, I think <laughs> putting down people's pants and saying oh, crazy man. things, but having an abusive, toxic workplace. Um, obviously the racist, uh, racial stuff. Um, yeah, this is, man, this is, this is crazy. And, it, and he does, what's crazy about it is, um, not, I don't like to, you know, just cash judge. I don't know to do, but I don't know. I wouldn't. I can't say, oh, you're a racist or you're this or you're that, but he got a black head coach. He got a black general manager, former player James Jones. 
Um, so kind of like, damn, you, you're empowering these black men to do this thing. But you're still doing this behind the scenes. But I'm with Bron and Chris Paul, though. You know, you want to set a standard. You want to set um, as the NBA, Adam Silver. You know, a lot of people are looking at the NBA, the NFL, and these leagues as to, you know, setting a standard in this case. And I don't it's slap on the wrist, like you said. But unfortunately, these owners and these billionaires play by a different set of rules. Yeah. Um, in life. So, yeah, yeah. That money talks, as we as we always say. Um, so T- ten million, half a percent. Go ahead, get you. Go ahead, and get you one of these teams, AB. You you got it, huh? I ain't got it yet, bro. I'm working few, on. Few, few, few more years. Few more years. You know. Mm, I get you. That's what. That was my biggest takeaway for this. Honestly, when I saw that, I was like, half percent. I'm like, if I'm a player. And I don't think NBA players can be owners. I think NFL players can. Or it's not against the bylaws or whatever. But NBA players, man, give me a percent. Hey. And I'll take a I'll be Brian. You five million a year salary, ten million a year salary. Give me a percent. No question. I I yeah, that that's Great. easy trade-off because that, you know. The way the, the way the values of these uh these franchises going up. Um give me one. I just need one. I just need one, cuz. But um, but man, I just man, need I, one genie. I gotta get back downstairs to these meetings, man. Um, let's I do it, man. Fun. Handle what you gotta handle, big dog. Man, I'm uh, I'm out here, and I'm um, in Florida, man. A pro athlete community, man. They doing some real good stuff, man. Um, shout out to Caleb Thornhill. Um, just what well, he's putting together for you know retired athletes and and helping with the transition, just in in business. Um and life and just it's just been very impactful um being out here you know doing this week man so we got some um some business meetings this morning man i had to told him i had to step out and and jump on the pod man but appreciate you man it's just been going good man so i gotta get back down here man so i can get some more knowledge and some more information all right go ahead get it bro all right man and uh we'll see y'all on um well saturday we got our show you guys yeah, so we'll put out our pick show um, on Saturday. Should be another very entertaining week from the league. Um, and then, uh, obviously, we had our props. We had our picks for the night. Um, so, yeah, we'll see y'all on Monday live. But tune in at Saturday show. Damn, I don't know if we have a clip. No, oh, we got to get up out of here. I also got to get up out of here. I'll be on pick show again today. Chuck Pagano will be on as well. Uh, do we have it? Okay, here we go. We got a little clip. All right, A.B. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Y'all have a good weekend. Appreciate you. Um, six and a half, though. I, I don't I don't know about this one. It's a divisional matchup. Um, I know we, Mitchell Trubisky, um, announced as a starter. Yeah. And I know that defense, uh, Mike Tomlin is going to have that team ready to play. So I'm picking the Steelers against the spread. Um, Lions, they did a great job last year covering the spread. So we They did. Yeah, we're going to see what happens this year. But-, but I'm going with the Browns. I'm going with the Browns. I just think top to bottom, the roster is better. I'm going with the Commanders. Commanders, Carson starts the season off with a win. I love his weapons on the outside. Um, I think this is a year where Patrick Mahomes, scary as it can be, can take a step in the maturation process of playing the game above the shoulders. So, so that was a little clip. Short clip from something now, obviously, 
good at it. The ones, some of the ones we got right. And that jacket I had on was an Akron, my my brother's Akron Letterman jacket. I said I was going to start the season off and see if it brought me some good luck. It did not. Very mid, very average uh, first week. So I'll be trying something else on as a good luck charm. So, but shout out to my younger brother, Denzel. Shout out to my other brother, my youngest brother, Joseph Butler, who graduated from Air Force basic training yesterday um, to join the U.S. Air Force. So, uh, yeah, man. And that's it, man. Like I said, uh, 12 o'clock, 12 to 3 today, YouTube. I'll be on Pat McAfee's show uh, every week, Wednesday and Thursday, and obviously here Monday and Thursdays, 10 a.m. live, Saturday afternoon pick show we pick every game for that sunday slate uh, appreciate y'all see y'all monday Go.